Okay, today we're talking about the game that happened yesterday. Manchester United and Barcelona. Alright, these are the two biggest clubs in Europe, okay? I know the competition they're in is Europa, not the Champion League where the best teams in Europe play. But anybody who watched this game knows these, these are champions. These are the Champion League quality game we just saw. You know, even Xavi said this could be the semifinal to the Champion League. This could even be the final to the Champion League. You know? So, I think both teams, regardless of the score, regardless of what, you know, everybody has their own opinions coming out of this game. One thing, though, that we should all appreciate is how good both teams were and how much the last four or five years from each club, from where they came. I mean, let's go to Manchester United. They had literally Ronaldo, a drama queen, that they had to get rid of because he was just toxic to their club. And when he left, you know, people were not sure who was going to get the goals. Like, who's going to replace Ronaldo's goals? And then the other side, Barcelona, you know, Lionel Messi left. You know, this guy left a huge legacy, huge gaping hole. Who's going to fill it? A lot of players started coming in for, you know, down low payment. But nothing was really still working right. The defense was disorganized. Whenever they fixed the defense is the midfield. Whenever they fixed the midfield, they needed some forward. So it, it was just never, never right. A bunch of players come to Barcelona, try out. That's what I call it. You know, they all tried out. They all did their part. They all helped out. Ultimately, they just weren't, you know, they didn't have the team to compete in the Champion League, basically, from both sides. So for Manchester United, they got rid of Ronaldo. And Rashford finally got in form. They bought... I mean, this, like I said, I call this as well. They bought Casemiro, one of the greatest, one of the GOATs. You know, defensive mid, one of the GOATs. So they splashed a lot of cash on him. People are worried at first of saying that, you know, Casemiro is old. Why would they spend this kind of money on this player? Experience. That's what I said. And then once he came, everything changed for Manchester United. Okay? Tim Hart, yes, his techniques were good, but they needed somebody to stop leaking from the middle. And Casemiro was the guy. He will get the ball back. You guys lost the ball? He'll get the ball back and give to Bruno Fernandes. And then he can send it to Rashford. And that has been the play game for the past few months. So coming in this game, you should have known that like, you know, Manchester United were going to come and tell people we are here. This is Rashford's Manchester United now. You get what I'm saying? And it really showed for, you know, coming to Camp Noon and just right off the back, how they just pressure Barcelona was crazy. And this is also a team who still competing to be the champions in the Premier League. I mean, they're not. They're not gonna win. The, I'm gonna stop. They're not gonna win the Premier League. But going to Barcelona, they are top of La Liga. The last few months, everything has just been a sailing. Winning game after game, finally found the back defense that we had a problem with. You know, finally found the midfields that were good. We found even forwards that worked together great. You know, Dembele was hurt. We weren't even noticing it. There was no missing him. Everything was nice. If uh, Rafinha was not doing great, take him out, put Fernandez in, or Ansu Fati. You know, it was it was great. Okay, and this gave the players, you know, rotations, time, and just getting better. Everything was flying colors. So coming in this game, people were just like, "How good is Barcelona? They've been doing great in La Liga, but can they do the same in Europe?" That was the big question. So coming in this game, they had to answer. And Manchester United was the perfect team to really test them out. 
And that is exactly what they did. They test them out to the limits to the point that now we are effed. All right, it's over. There's no way we're going to pass. There's no way Barcelona is going to win at Old Trafford. Or is it? No, but on the serious note, on the serious note, Pedri's gone. Gavi's gone. Okay. Busquets might come back slow. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't. Definitely Dembele's not coming back before the second leg. So for Manchester United, this is it. I mean, this is this is all they're tied to really lose. All right, even before we get there, let's look at the lineup. So for the life of me, and I think everybody is shocked at the back line that Xavi chose. We have no idea why he didn't play Blade. Instead, he played Alba. Again, Alba's great going forward, right? But he is terrible back. And then the other one is Alonso. What Alonso slow. That's it. You know, you got Christensen in there. What, like, what are you doing? So the only thing that made sense is to say that he just doesn't care about the Europa League. There's a lot of people who just don't care about Europa. They don't think this competition really matters. So for Xavi, and it seems like Xavi's only goal is really to win La Liga. And that's all that really matters to him. So I think he was like trying to rest the players because that's the only thing that makes sense. Nothing else makes sense. Like why? W- I, I don't understand. You know, even if Alonso scored the first goal, literally, right when Alonso scored, you can see that he's he's feeling, you know, a little good about it and a little relaxed, as he shouldn't. He was still basking on the glory of the goal he scored. That's what it felt like. I'm not saying that's what he was doing. That's what it felt like. Because right a minute or two later, the ball that was going through him to pass to Rashford, how did he not stop that pass? Now, if that was Blade, let's be real. If that was Christensen, I truly believe... They would be quick enough to get to that ball. And that was a goal right there. Even Schorstegen was surprised this ball came through. It should have never came to him. And he should have totally stopped that ball. Anyway, so 1-1 immediately. After he scored and then he just let Rashford in and he scored. So 1-1, the game is still going. And good amount of pressure, still good. Okay? Still good. There's, There's moments where, you know, Manchester City... There's moments when Manchester United has the ball and they're attacking hard and it looks like they can score. It felt like every time they had the ball, they could have scored. Same thing when Barcelona had the ball, you know, they're out of nowhere. They're just there to score. Even if you look at the stats, each team had 18 shots. Barcelona had eight shots on target. Manchester United had five shots on target. And possession's always going to be Barcelona. That's kind of their norm. People <coughs> and people are also upset about Fabinho, him, he was upset about it too. He subbed out Fabinho. I'm not upset about that. I think he should have totally subbed out Fabinho. I mean, Fabinho got that goal, great. But he also, you know, Rashford from the defense, how did he let Rashford come in like that? A lot of people are blaming the defender didn't go instead of him, but he should have been smart enough to stop that, honestly. Or break, bring him down. Bring him down. You do not let him go through there. He totally let him through, and then we got our own goal. That was the second goal. And then he makes up for it, scoring our second goal. And everybody, he thinks everything's all good. And you start playing with the ball and every pass is just, even before they subbed him out, he did a terrible pass. I mean, he gave the ball away, almost a goal. They had to take him out. He looked tired. Even when he was out and they took Alonso out, they took Alba out. They finally got Blade Christensen in. And for the last 10 minutes, at least, of the game, Barcelona would look like they were going to score. If this game went on for another 10 minutes, I believe my money would have been on Barcelona scoring. 
You get what I'm saying? That's how close it was. Like there, the, it, it was complete change. And it kind of looked like at the end of it, Manchester United kind of slowed down and they were willing to go back home with two goals. So they're like, this is fine. We got way more than we thought we were going to get. We need to be humble about it. We can bring them back home and then we can finish it there. Like even Rashford had like one-on-one with a defender and he completely stopped and waited for everybody else to catch up. And then there was a lot of calls in this game about the handball with Fred. I thought that was a handball. And then there was a play in Rashford and Kunde where people are saying it's a red car. Uh, Yeah, I agree with that as well. But anyway, overall, great game. You know, now it's basically Manchester United to finish the job. If, if Manchester United do not win this game, there's going to be a lot of clouds over them. They, Which team really think it needs to win this game? I think Manchester United is the one that really needs to win this game. Because they're definitely not winning the Premier League. La Liga is going to be win by Barcelona, no doubt. But for them, they don't. <laughs> they got to win. You know, they got to have something to win. They're in a bunch of competition and they're having a crazy run. So it makes sense for them to really just keep going. And I think whoever wins this game has favorable chance of winning the whole thing. And I think each team knows that as well. Anyway, that's all I got. I'll see you.